I shot the sheriff and the deputy and your wee doggy too. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 182. I am Michael Gaines, and with me, Jungle Love. Jungle Grub. <laughs> Mr. Eric Rice, how are Shut you? Up. Yeah. Right, so every, every, you know, it started, we were doing another show, a yeah. different show, and somebody had to say SEO Speedwagon, how <laughs> quickly no. that song, those songs became parodies. And Jungle Grub started a whole bunch of Morris Day in the Time parodies. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I want to. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to do this right now. What <laughs> I'm going to. We did a Warcast question of the week, which we'll get to. But I'm going to do this right now. What? Let me see. Um, Morris Day in the Time question of the week. No, no, no. Name some WoW parody songs. Here, and I'll and I'll I'll hashtag it. What is it? WoW parody. I, I will tell like, you right off the bat. Um, hang on. I need to look it up because I forgot who did it. I know the crew that who? does things. There we go. What What do you mean? Does hang what on. things? There's a... No. Nim. <laughs> Nim... Druid Boys, PvP Girl, that crowd. Don't know that. Nim, they're really, they're really awesome. Um, they, uh, Nim did N H Y M, did uh, M A G E mm-hmm. of uh, P I M P. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think it's Fifty Cent. So yeah, you can look that up and then follow all of like the other subscribes and things like that. Um, PvP Girl makes a ton of videos. There's a whole bunch. Um, there's somebody named Char. She actually sings, and they use their characters and they, some of their their covers and videos. It's kind of cool to watch them Im- improve over the years. Um, and yeah, they do lots. Of, they do some original stuff too. I don't know if everybody's still doing it. It's been a while since I watched them, but yeah. Um, oh, the I know. Video is kind of old. Yeah. Video is kind of old because they talk about water. Mm, oh, I'm not your water <laughs> vending machine. Yeah, I remember those days. I remember having to go to Dyer Mall to get that stupid book so that I can learn. Uh, what was you had to learn? Was that was that food? That was before learn? I played a mage. Yeah, those days. And then they just gave it to you. And the next expansion, here you go. Oh, thanks. Anyway, so <laughs> all right, let's get to the news, shall we? Good stuff. What's in the news? Well. The other day, Heroes of the Storm was announced. Well, it was announced that Heroes of the Storm entered what's called technical alpha. This seems to be a thing now. Uh, companies putting their games out in uh, an alpha form instead of beta form. Uh, usually, companies just don't want anybody touching their game while it's in alpha because it's still in the development stage. Meaning, alpha usually means they're doing it right. Alpha usually means that. Um, it's still malleable. You can still change some things. That's the time when getting feedback from users could be good or bad. Yeah. It depends on how set the game development company is on uh, on their vision. 
So if somebody comes in and says, I don't like this, I'm not going to buy the game if you do that, or it's something like that, then that, that's not constructive. Mm-hmm. Alpha usually, when, when, when a company gives an alpha out, it's usually to get feedback so long as it's constructive and take a look at bugs. So it's entering technical alpha. Blizzard said that it's not out yet. Anybody who tells you that they can give it to you or such yeah. is, is lying. <laughs> So yeah, watch out for those if you hit up places like MMO Champion on your mobile phone, in particular Android, for all of the fake spam pop-up. Mm-hmm. Download their get, get your key for Warlords of Draenor now. Click here. Yeah. Heroes of the Storm, Warlords of Draenor. You can get it now. No. No, no, no. Unless it comes from Blizzard itself. Themselves. Yeah. Itself. Itself. It's an entity. Unless you get it from Blizzard. <laughs> it's not real. So don't Click bother. Nothing. There are some screenshots and videos. Oh, and, and Blizzard did say that when it does go alpha and people people are really able to test it, that there's not going to be an NDA. People are just going to be able to post it. Now, Sony is doing the same thing right now with uh, EverQuest Next Landmark. Originally, That's what I said about spoilers and stuff, yeah. NDAs. And stuff. You know, someone's going to leak stuff. Mm-hmm. We're in the post-leak nation, right? So if it's under NDA, it will be leaked. If yeah. it's uh, a spoiler, it's going to be spoiled. We just need to – great. I have the information now. Can't wait to see it for myself and <laughs> actually enjoy Yeah, so that that's where we are right now with that. So uh, it could be a week. It could be a month. But they're letting us know now. So when you – if and when – I don't know how they're going to tell us. I, I, I assume email like they did with um, with Hearthstone – Make sure that it's from Blizzard. Check the headers. Make sure it's not BlizzardHeroesOfTheStorm.com because that's not them. Or Heroes-of-the-Storm.BlizzNet.ru.ru. Yeah, check the Because what what they can do, I, I, after all these years, you would think that there would be a way to fix this problem. What a company can do, so what a spam company can do, is they can say that it comes, it'll show up in your inbox and say Blizzard Entertainment. Also, just make sure that that's spelled properly. But then when you actually click on Blizzard Entertainment, it'll be battle.net or battle net dot this dot blah blah oh, dot ru. So, spelling Blizzard like Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Blizzard. Yeah, B L I. Don't even look, just don't click anything. Just go to battle.net. Go to this That's a good source. Point. You got to, you know, even with stuff with, uh, you know, banking and whatever. It's. I was actually noting this today. Gmail puts a little authenticated, like, key mm-hmm. for emails that come from PayPal and e- emails that come from Google. But, like, nothing else. There's a lot more authentic, real stuff out there, but I guess they haven't worked out the deal. So in absence of something totally locked in like that, just go to the website Call customer service, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, call Google customer service. Good luck yeah, on well, that. well, okay. Does I Google did. even have a phone number? I call, uh, Okay, Glass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Find me customer support. Oh, support. yeah. The, Google doesn't even have that. You pay 1600 for these things, and you can't even get customer support from them. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> moving on. Um, speaking of new technology, uh, well, let, let me, let me talk about this first. I'm going to mess up our order a bit. 
Um, Mr. Pandaria Digital Deluxe, that's going away. Um, they said no sooner than March 10th. And we're recording this on the 6th. It'll be out later tonight. So if you want to get the pets and all the all this, you know, the, the, the special stuff that you get with uh, a deluxe edition, a, collect- a digital collector's edition, right. now would be the time to do it. Now, if you miss it, if you miss the opportunity, you can still get it on eBay. Uh, you can still get the physical collector's edition on eBay. That is not going away, obviously, because there's still physical there's physical items out there, and the codes that are associated with them are not going away. It, and it makes me wonder why they're even doing this. This is like some sort of like marketing thing. It's going away. It's going like Disney. Limited it's going supply, in the vault. You know. Mary Poppins. You don't get what? it. You're gonna have to wait for the black market auction house. So. Oh right. Could you I imagine? Mean, in theory, I don't know that for a fact, but you know, it's a good, it's a good hypothesis. It is. Yeah, it, it would be funny if in one of those um, those boxes that you can buy in uh, in the black market au- black market auction house is like here's a digital collector's edition. There you yeah. go. Anyway. Um, so yeah, get that if you really want it. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do this real quick. I'm gonna check eBay. Now, of course, now everything is slow. Um, mm-hmm. Mists of, and there I want to get an idea um, here. Mister Pandaria Collector's Edition. Let's see what kind of numbers are getting here. Mister Pandaria Collector's Edition, fifty dollars. Buy it now on eBay. What's the, was in the retail like forty or something? No, the retail was. Uh, 79 oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah 89 right. or, or something like that um newly listed world world of warcraft mr pandaria collector's edition new oh by the way if you buy something on ebay especially something like this two things one make absolutely sure that it's sealed and check the uh the feedback on the user because people can sell the box by itself and say here's a, the collector's edition oh by the way did we tell you it's not sealed be hmm. careful about that um. Wow. Here's. Oh wait. Here. See. Here. Here's what I mean. World of Warcraft Mr. Pandaria Collector's Edition. No key. So the person actually said in the description that there's no key. Thirty five dollars. So the so, book, the CD. Oh now here's one. World of Warcraft Mr. Pandaria Collector's Collector's Edition with CD key. Thirty five dollars. But it doesn't say it's sealed. So I'm wondering. I'm only going through this live recording this because I, I'm I'm talking. Talking through this, the picture looks like it's open. Let me see. Excellent condition comes with game discs with CD, unopened CD soundtrack, and an unopened DVD. But okay, okay. so but no key. No, no, it's got a key, but oh. it's opened. So it looks like maybe the the person opened it, maybe ripped the CD or something, and then just never, never. I I would I would shy away from that. I it may be cheap, but I would go with a sealed one. So. That's that. So I'm I'm just saying after the digital version goes away, sometime next week, you still have options. So it's not the end of the world if you miss it. But if you're one of those people, I'm becoming one of those people that are tired of the physical items. Yeah. Not the collector's editions. I must say, I if anybody's been following me on Twitter the last few months, I've been talking about my CD collection that I've had since. 1986, which has grown 
I don't know what to do with these things anymore. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to get rid of the discs, but I don't want them taking up so much damn space. Rip, 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 rip. I know, I know. I may do that and then... Until the MP3 becomes obsolete and we're them, like, oh, I got to convert, convert, convert. Well, no, I'd rip them in flack yeah. and then convert or do well, something yeah, yeah, like that. Um, there is a, a post about how um, in Warlords of Draenor, the uh, the PvP island is not going to have a loading screen. It's going to be seam- a, a seamless transition. And oh, that's nice. I was, I was curious as to why they didn't do this earlier. Well... Let me back up a second. When you fly over to Timeless Isle, mm-hmm. it, it there's no loading screen. And I've talked about this. I mentioned it very briefly months ago. Is that if it's if it's always daytime, um, if it's always daytime on the aisle, and you go there uh, nighttime, let's say it's nighttime in Jade Forest, mm-hmm. you hit this point where the, the the sun and the clouds and the moons and everything just like. <laughs> they they fly really fast and then all of a sudden it's daytime. Um that's an interesting transition, but there are it's some layered basically. I mean, how many times you've done it? You know, you fly from Tenaris into Ngoro and it's like, oh hey, it's green. Yeah. Everything goes green. <laughs> Everything goes green. Well, that it's was one of the fading. big things. They faded. They faded like music, you know. One of the big things about World of Warcraft, people don't remember this. One of the reasons why WoW did so well initially is because all the other games, including EverQuest one, EverQuest two, which was the competition at the time, every time you went into a different zone, you got loading, please wait, loading, please wait. That was the big thing. And so when the guys from Sony went off to work on world of Warcraft, they said, well, we're going to make a seamless world. And the guys at Sony are like, good luck with that. Well, what happened? They actually made it work pretty cleverly. I must say, now, when you change zones that are phased, or if you're like when you leave your city and go out into the forest or whatever outside, you see that little upside down diamond, that triangle of light. Mm-hmm. And then, usually, if you have a passenger in a mount, they get thrown out for a quick second, <laughs> just pause, and then yeah. let them land back in. It's not perfect, but I think for the media, the, the assets of environment yeah it's it's gonna be smooth yeah just load and unload different resources you know what game out there in the world that had the best seamless transition from single player to multiplayer no what what was it burnout paradise okay on the console you would be driving high speed down a road and then as soon as you entered into multiplayer nothing changed except some icons of oh yeah these guys just joined the race and when it was over, it, you could be full speed, the game's over, and then it just whoom, flashes you like while you're driving, exact same spot. You can't even tell. It's just more like suddenly people, and they're gone. Huh. And it was so beautifully, flawlessly done. Hmm. I would love to see stuff like that. <laughs> just get rid of all the loading screens. Get rid of the loading screen to Ghostlands. Yeah, I just go from Eastern Plaguelands right on in. I mean, there's a door, there's a window. I can see through it. You can see over the wall on a flying mount. They just want to light it. I never understood that. I mean, I guess you, maybe the resources were so different. Well, there's a Reddit. I th- I don't know if I brought this up last week. I know I saw it last week on Reddit. Somebody pictures a silver moon and why there's no flying there. Uh-huh. There is nothing to the city. Like, at all. And this was one of the things that when they made flying in Azeroth happen, they had to completely redo Undercity. Mm-hmm. 
because there was absolutely nothing up there. That is a whole lot of resource and development for, we want them to work on Warlords or we want them to work on Silvermoon so we can fly around there. But somebody was able to, and there used to be a a glitch where you could fly and it doesn't work anymore. Uh, It got patched some time ago. But you could actually fly in uh, Silvermoon or the whole area, the whole Blood Elf area, Mm -hmm. and see, and it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. What was very cool, though, is that you can technically see Silvermoon from Netherstorm if you take all the things. Yeah, so it's behind Tempest Keep. It's out there. You wow. Throw, you draw distance on. You got to drop all your fog. There's a giant wall, so you can't fly there. But it is computationally there, even though that makes not even any sense whatsoever. No, I know what you mean. But as far as how it is in the system. So it was a very fascinating thread. Go digging through the archives of the WoW subreddit. And you could find that, but I don't read yeah, the WoW you know, subreddit. Resources got to go somewhere. I need to. I don't read that. I don't know why. I got to read it more. I know that there's a lot of fascinating stuff in there. Yeah. This is uh for those of you that don't know, would it be Reddit.com/r/ slash is it just WoW or Warcraft? Wow. Just WoW. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, there's actually one for all of the podcasts. Yes, um, there is. Uh, hold on. It's I don't know if it yeah WoW podcast with an S. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every single podcast, the guy that runs that, I'm guy, girl, I don't know. Uh, whoever runs that does an amazing job of just listing every single podcast um, that's known to, uh, to the wow verse. Hmm. Cool. So really good stuff. Um, speaking of warlords of Draenor, I, I get, there's some there are some gameplay videos out there. Eh, they, they it looks legit. <laughs> I mean, I, this I, is not some brand new. Oh my god, earth shattering game like Portal Five or Half Life Seven. No. I pl- you know we played it at BlizzCon. It was like, hey, what do you know? I'm running around with none of my key bindings. <laughs> yeah, I I, I know. Uh, you can look at it. it's on mmo-champion.com. They've got like the orc creation screen. You know, it it looks a little different. Um, they've got the new models and everything. A little. I'm trying to stay optimistic because there's nothing that's making me go wow. I mean, Pandaria was freaking beautiful mm-hmm. because that's a new thing. Yes. didn't have and cataclysm was beautiful in its own way because we destroyed what we knew it's like barons that's nice north south right boom done <laughs> oh and have some lava and then they changed you know environment like oh we're gonna grow some stuff now in desolus what yeah. so you know there was stuff warlords other than oh hey check it out black temple is now in a, uh, an alliance city all right whatever and that'll be mm. neat it's still lots of orcs Lots of the the Sethic birds. We're not breaking tremendous ground here. Like, yeah. where's the the Shaw type creatures? Where it's like I've never seen this before. Yeah, I'm trying to remain optimistic. So yeah, I hear you. There's um the the character creation stuff. This is stuff that we've seen. Like you said, we've seen it um before. Uh, there's a gameplay video. I'm looking at it now. This is probably the most legit thing that I've seen of these so far. A Song of Frost and Fire is one of the quest names. That's cute. Um, they've got a map and everything. This this does look legit. So it, it's on MMO Champion. Um, 
give it a gander. Let us know whether or not you think it's real. I, I think that it's, there's, looking at that last video, there's a lot to that video that <laughs> would make it seem fake. Like, if you were to fake the fake a server and fake the gameplay, it's a lot of effort just to do that. Like a hoverboard. Like, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, just just Google HUVR. <laughs> I like how everybody's apologizing now. Oh, you mean like... Tony Hawk issued his apology. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. They're apologizing for this. People, you know, what was funny is that the first thing that should give anything away about a real hoverboard is the, is the fact that your ankles can't handle your weight. So when the hoverboard rises, yeah. like you, you, your ankles have your ankles have to do a tremendous amount of work. It's not well, like you bend at the knees. You can bend at the knees, but the thing is, is that if 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 your if your hoverboard goes in one direction and you there's the video was showing these people using it for the first time, right? Yeah, it's like going surfing for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna fall on your ass. Tony Hawk, I would believe. For those, yeah, it it basically was this Christopher Lloyd's introducing this hoverboard. Mm -hmm. It's real from Back to the Future. And it had all sorts of stars and celebrities, so if you didn't catch it, you can see the video. It it turned out to be a hoax by Funny or Die, but the problem is that, I guess, Funny or Die is actually a binary choice. Pick Funny or Die. (laughs) Because it wasn't funny. There wasn't really a punchline. It was very confusing, and then somebody was like, oh, science, maybe it will inspire people to science harder. I don't know. And then Tony Hawk was in there and investors were talking about it like it was legit. And it wasn't like there was a clear thing that it was trying to do. Mm. So, yeah, it was very odd. Remind me and later. I guess enough people were pissed about that because eh? they're like, is it monetarily? <laughs> Why are they wrong? pissed? How could they be pissed? Look, you believe that you're wrong. Why? Well, yeah, but why the apologies? That's what's so weird. I don't know if it's part of the of the whole game or yeah. not. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me. It's like it's all part of the fun. They're issuing if apologies. Knew what it was for, it would be better. Do you think it was and just it's also a tremendous amount of effort? It was a lot for, of effort for nothing. For no pun- nothing specific. Anyway, see that that's that's a good point that you said. Is that there there was no. Um, there was no punchline. Usually no on movie, stuff with fun, no, yeah, we don't know. You know, on Funny so. or Die, usually there's a punchline. There's a point. It's a skit. There, there's something to laugh at at the end. Whereas with this, I'm just wondering if the entire thing was itself the punchline. It's like, of course, this stuff doesn't exist. It was, it was just it was done bad. for the sake of seeing who would believe it. Whereas as soon as I saw a video, I'm like, oh, no, no, that could, it never happened. We can it, get our our red flying cloud. I want my flying manhole cover. <sighs> A little dry that's ice right. strapped to the bottom of it. See, that's I'll the thing, the though, about the, like the 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 hover disc that we have in WoW. That would be a little more believable because at least that way, your weight your weight is centered over a disc. It's not. I like, don't think. Well, no, I don't think your ankles can handle. I mean, it's surfing, surfing and skating. You can, your skateboard can go one way and you go the other way and you land. Yeah, but you what's know? what's the worst thing that happens if you if you fall when you're surfing? Is that you just hold your breath, you go underwater. If you fall, you next games, right? Those guys take some pretty spills. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's my point. Is that you can't just give this to anybody and say, "Here, go go on your hoverboard." You're gonna fall on concrete. It's the tech. I have no problem believing that anybody would uh, not be able, would be able to learn how to use it. That I think is the easiest <laughs> part of the equation. It's just balance. 
Uh, oh, yeah, before we're old and decrepit and we have to have walkers everywhere because a hoverboard and a walker, not cool. <laughs> so, how's your hunter, by the way? My, well, you want to, there's one more news thing, isn't there? Oh, yes, there is. You're right. You're absolutely Because right. I got a lot on that hunter. All right. Um, Wowhead, I'll just mention this briefly. Wowhead, I don't know what took them so long. They have a blue tracker now, like a blue Twitter tracker. Blue, oh, blue Twitter tweets. tracker. Say yeah. that three times, five times fast. Blue Twitter tracker. Tweet tracker. Tweet tracker. By the tweet shore. <laughs> From Remco, the new tweet tracker. Tweet, God damn it. The new tweet tracker. This just in, I can't speak. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh. I think I have a title right there. Do we have a new ghost crawler? That's I don't hear a name constantly now. Like, no, not, not quite yet. Takes time to build up that kind of rep and yeah, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. Now there, that was that was the last piece of news. All right, tell us all about your hunter. Well, up to fifty-two. Hmm. And yeah, I had asked. I mentioned on Twitter. I'm like, does this ever? Does the obsession over pets? ever end and everyone's like no (laughs) not at all and it's funny you just start looking at everything and be like "Ooh, i want that Mm -hmm. it's a totally different game and i guess we know a few people that roll hunters because of the last show so sorry if we put a lot of huntards in in your in your guilds um yeah no it's going well um 52, not quite at outline yet. Uh, nothing feels like a grind. Uh, yes. I have noticed because I have not had any misery rolling this alt and it hasn't felt grindy. Uh-huh. It's really, it's easy mode. I couldn't believe how easy this was. Um, you can see how broken, I don't want to say broken, but the leveling prog- progression is where... If you decide to go back and forth between dungeons and quests, you quickly outlevel something. Yeah, 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 yeah. We found ourselves ditching, and I mean, I've never really paid attention to it. I mean, probably I've noticed it, but it hasn't really bothered me. I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm not even going to do that anymore. I'm like, I just had a mountain of quests. Also, you don't get to see the content on the other continent. Right, right. Well, that's true. That was Because we started to do pet battle stuff, and before we get into that... <laughs> I we popped over to Syrian Gorge and Burning Steps, and it's like, oh wait, there's stuff over here that we could do. Wow, we totally missed all of that content. Yeah, nothing sent us over unless you roll a character that lives on that continent. So unless you're rolling on the Horde side, an undead, or did we did we determine that undead's the only one? Yeah, because goblins end up at Org, Pandaren end up at Org. The Torn are in Durotar. The Orcs, the Blood oh, Blood Elves. Blood Elves, blood and elves Undead but... would be the only ones that get to benefit the, uh, from the Eastern Kingdom's quest. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is stuck on Durotar. And I'm surprised they didn't... In Kalimdor. See that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, in Kalimdor. You, you didn't see that all the races. I mean, look at the, you know, the, the, the Aspora people, you know, the Goblins and the Pandaren. They're at Org. So Syrian Gorge and stuff like that is pretty cool. When I when I was playing my Night Elf years ago, when I first started playing the game, there was all this talk. Well, I mean, there was Darnassus, right? But there was Darnassus, which was way up north, and there was nothing else. So there was all this talk about Iron Forge. 
You've got to see Ironforge. You've got to go to Ironforge. It's so busy in Ironforge. And to go for, as a night elf back then, yeah, we could have gotten a port, I suppose. But when you're in your own little tiny little pocket of the world and there are no mages around because remember back in those days, there were no night elf mages. So there was nobody yeah. running unless somebody came to you. I got run yeah. to Ironforge. We had a run. To, I was the screenshots. I have the screenshots of my run to Ironforge and we had to do the, we had to go the long way. And then I get to Ironforge and I'm like, holy crap, there are all these people here. I have screenshots of when Ironforge was busy mm-hmm. <laughs> back on Whisperwind. But yeah. Um, so, but, you know, now because of the obsession of I need a, a new hunter pet, I'm going to go everywhere, go all the places and then pick it out. I just can't wait to fly. Then it'll be a lot easier. So we're only mm-hmm. a few levels away from that. But yeah, that's the thing. thing. So, but so far it's been <laughs> fine. Now, we kind of went up to 52 and then accidentally stopped leveling because of battle pets. So. Oh, here we go. You want to find another tangent? Well, the leveling experience was pretty incredible. You, yeah. first of all, you dinged 85, didn't you? Yes, I did. I dinged 85 last night. And then just by doing hardly anything, I'm already 30% into 85. Nice. Yeah. Are you questing it or dungeoning it? Uh, Well, the problem is that you don't get a lot of XP from anything but the first run of a dungeon. Mm. So I did, um, I did the Jade Temple already. I didn't do Stormstop Brewery yet. So I got to sort of quest it mostly. Yeah. yeah. I should probably do some more dungeons because of all the trash you get to kill and get the grizzly trophies because Dark Moon Pharaoh is going on. That's true. So, but I don't know what happened. We were in winter spring. Excuse me. And we're, uh, we're in winter, spring, and we were noticing that we were getting 7,500 XP. Wow. So I think from like 50, 51, 52, we, we leveled exclusively with pet battles. And we, like we had said previously, hey, there's lots of different ways to level, and the pet battle is kind of this low-key. Winter, spring was great. There's a stable master right out there, so you can heal all your pets for pretty cheap. Mm. And we just started doing it. But then it started to piss you off. <laughs> I don't mind dying, pets dying. That's right. fine. But trapped mist is one of my most hated phrases right now. Because when I'm like, I just threw this trap 15 freaking times and it missed. Come on. So then you're on a mission to do it. All of a oh, sudden. that's what you were talking about. Oh, yes. you were talking about that last night. I'm like, what the hell is trapped mist? I thought you were talking about a hunter thing. No, no, oh. this is totally like, capturing battle Okay, pets. I haven't done pet battles past level six, so I didn't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think our highest was like 15. We already are starting to rack in the 24s and the 25s. I was just all over the board. Mm-hmm. Meet the wife. That's all we've been doing is battle pets. And because it starts to become this different challenge where you're like, no, 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 you're not. Because you start to see pets that are completely demolishing you, and you're mm-hmm. like, no, this is unacceptable. So you go out, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, you're a mechanical. I got a fire beetle. How you like me now? And it is. <laughs> I mean, we've always known pet battles, Pokemon, right? You know, Twitch plays pet battles. It's been this, like, mini game. But when you start really paying attention to not just the different attacks that each class has, but then you're like, make sure your class is strong against it. Now I was able to score some... Uh, 
rares from Northrend, mm-hmm. level them up, and wow, I was at like level twenty one, and taken on level twenty fours, twenty five wow. easily. Huh. Uh, so yeah, now it's you know having two high power pets and a low power one, and going out there and leveling up one just to get a little hit at. It's a shame that you can't use these battle pets in like actual real battles, and you can watch all your battle pets just beat up on Garrosh or something. There yeah, was I a, know, I know. there was something. Oh, I forgot what it was. This is a long time ago when we're doing a raid, and a whole bunch of us had those wind up toys from Christmas. Yeah, and we all set them loose on a on a boss. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was a it was lot a of mechanical fun. Mechanical Grinch, or yeah, it was a mechanical Grinch, and we set them all loose on something. But I this was years ago, so this would have to be Vanilla or Burning Crusade. And I don't remember why, and I don't remember what it was, but I probably have a screenshot of it somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, the entire raid just let What's, loose. What I think is kind of fun about it is it came on the heels of us being hunters mm-hmm. and looking around the world at pets like, oh, I want that. Oh, I can't tame it. So you're already <laughs> in this collecting kind of thing. It's not hoarding. It's collecting because you're actually putting some thought into it being like, you know, like we had to go capture some stupid wolf because – it provides a raid buff. It provides a group buff. When the wolf goes and does his howl, everybody gets, I think, a crit buff. Huh. So hunters contribute to raids and dungeons like that. So we got some stupid F wolf that we don't even care about. But, man, as soon as the rare finder goes off and you're like, ooh, something's there, I'm going to go get it. <laughs> you know, tame it, take a beating. So the battle pet is not that big of a step away from it, and it's actually a great downtime activity. I've really enjoyed it because now I walk around and I'm like, ooh, what's this? I don't have that. I <laughs> now that. I must have it. I mu- it must it be must mine. Be mine. <laughs> you're, you're turning it violet? Yeah, so – and then, of course, rares. Like my wife's had crappy luck all day finding rares. I found like five rares and caught them all, got to catch them all, and I did – but yeah, for whatever reason, and of course, when you're playing in the same room as somebody else, it's kind of interesting to see. One day, I had the worst possible luck. Failure after failure after failure. Wife was winning everything. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding. I'm here listening to that damn chime, which is bad enough because that's my phone ringtone is the level up sound. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. I have that sound as a ringtone. The ready check is my ringtone. Okay. So and then the next day, I was winning and she was losing all the time. So it's kind of funny hearing and seeing how all this plays off in real life. But <laughs> I got to say, it's been fun. Now, really what we've been doing is using our mages and then, of course, our Pandaren, who are the ones that are the best suited to deal with all the crap in uh, Pandaria. Mm-hmm. To just do all of these high-level battles, not worry about the mobs. That way we've got a pretty good arsenal of stuff so that when we go back to leveling our hunters, we can then do pet battles in the zones and guarantee wins because we'll have things that are at least a couple levels higher Mm -hmm. and then win all the pet battles, maybe capture something, and then get a lot of XP for leveling our hunters. So it'll, And I think it's good to do this before we hit Outland. Which, by the way, even Outland and Pet Battles kind of sucks. And I'm like... <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just maybe think I really hate Outland. Because when I went to Northrend, as soon as I got a pet that was strong enough to deal with Out- Northrend, I'm like, I'm out of here. I enjoyed it again. So I guess I really don't like Outland. I don't hmm. know. But even Pet Battles blew. And I'm like, why? It's not grindy. It's just 
same as everything else, but there's something that just rubbed me the wrong way. So, um, yeah, so we'll be at least ready to go into Outland, do some dungeons, do some pet battles, do a few of the quests just to get it over with. It's a lot easier when you're questing with somebody. But, um, yeah, it'll it'll actually be interesting to see how the next stage of leveling the hunter will be. Because we've got a rock-solid battle pet armory, and if we don't want to grab the 50 monkey butts, we don't have to. <laughs> we'll just be – we'll actually make our monkey butt. Yeah, this Justin got a, a, a monkey with a fez. With a oh, butt? Name? Gib. Gib. It was Gib because I thought of Gibby from iCarly. Oh, God, iCarly. Really, did you have to bring that up? That's the only way I could remember Gib the monkey was Gibby. <sighs> I never like voluntarily watched that show, obviously, but it was on all the time. I know. All the time. And you know, the funny thing is, as soon as that show was over, my kids are like, I'm done. Don't care. (laughs) On to Victorious. No, they were, they were pretty, pretty done with that one fast too. I don't even know if that show was on anymore, but they, they got bored with that, that show very quickly. Mm -hmm. So there was that (laughs) this week in iCarly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because it was a show about a web show. If right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, um, I, I've been avoiding pet battles. I, I don't know why. I just don't find them exciting, but maybe I'll give it another shot. I think I'm curious how many hunters. So we'll continue on the hunt hard tip. How many hunters do pet battles? And does that obsession carry over? into uh into it because yeah man i was like and then you get into a pet battle and you see one's rare and you're like oh yes you will be mine <laughs> so does the hunter pet battle thing kind of go hand in hand because i think nice so the stable master i was in uh Krasarang and over at thunder cleft and like right next to the flight master is the stable master mm-hmm. and then all around thunder cleft are just tons of pets and you can't even kill them all before they spawn again. So you're just back and forth. You're not wasting your heal revive battle pet eight minute cooldown thing. So there are places that are amazing. Half Hill's got a stable master. I now watch for stable masters on yeah, all my tunes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh A, it helps me for when my hunter gets there, I'll automatically know. Oh yeah, stable master and half hill. It is kind of interesting. It's it, you know, it's that whole I've I'm doing something new. There's something a little fresh here. I actually think that rolling that hunter was a pretty healthy thing. It passes the time wonderfully. So it does. I um I still have something with my rotation that I, I got to figure out. We were talking about that last week. I'm not going to go into it, but I still think that my rotation on my Hunter could be just a little bit better. Uh, something with the way that I manage the, the focus. But other than that, no, I I do get the occasional rare pet. I, as I said the other day, I look on Petopia, see what's interesting and rare, um, what works for different situations. And now that I've I've dinged, I can store one more pet. So I think I have Call of Pet 5 now. 5, yeah, I'm stuck on 3. Okay. So I love my Basilisk though. But, He's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Um the only other thing that happened to me this week because I've just been spending all my time working on my hunter was um I was working on that Cataclysm legendary. I got 1000 embers. Finished that. 
Now I have to work on the 250 cinders and the heart of Ragnaros, and then I'm done. <laughs> so it looks to me like it's going to be another eight weeks or so before I finally get that finished because uh, the average, I think the average number of drops for a normal is five. And I don't remember if it was heroic or 25 man, but then, um, then it goes up to eight. So we figure eight cinders. How many bosses are in Firelands? I think it's eight or something like that. So you do the math and it just winds up being like eight or nine weeks of that. (laughs) So, and then I asked some other people in my guild, like, well, why don't you do this? And they're like, it takes a long time. Yeah. It's like, I'm being the guinea pig of the guild. That's okay. That's fine. I'll I'll take the legendary. Thank you very much. <laughs> but um and somebody tweeted at us that they got Thunder Fury. Oh, in uh it was in Diablo though. Oh, really? Was it? It was in Diablo 3, yes. Oh. oh I did get my my leg- uh, my uh, Thunder Fury on my rogue. Yeah. Yes, I did get that this week. Um by the way, yes, I I did say Thunder Fury. I thought so. Second. You know what? I totally didn't even. I think I briefly looked at that and I'm like, nice, nice mod. Yeah. Nice screenshot there. <laughs> yeah, that's Diablo. Well, what do you know? Yeah, Diablo 3. Uh, love the crossover. I know. Right. Now I must have it. <laughs> so who, who got that? Uh, Here it is. It's oh. the guy from Auction House Junkies? No, uh, Michael Sheritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, former co-host of Auction House Junkie. Yep. So there you go. Congrats. So, congrats. Much I saw congrats. You tweet Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade at the Windseeker. I did just talk about a tweet about Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade. Did somebody the just retweet Thunder Fury, Blessed? Never gets old. Never. You know, I just okay. realized something. Hold on. I want to. No, I'll check it out. Worse, we could go down that anal train, but that is no, 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 <laughs> no, never. I'm just checking something real quick. There is a Twitter account named Thunder Fury, and it's it's one of those dead ones. Uh, <clears throat> that uh, would be great to set up a bot there, and anytime somebody mentioned Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade, Blessed Blade, Blade that Twitter Blade. account would retweet it, and then we would retweet that, and it would just never end. Oh, that would be great, actually. Forget selfies of Ellen. We need. Thunder I, I wonder how many people. Hold on, let me let me do a search for the word Thunder Fury. Yeah, in, see. In, Incidentally, when you subscribe to the WoW Reddit, you will actually see the origin of all the crap that you see reposted a billion times everywhere else. That's where that famous, uh, you know, the Ellen selfie at the yeah. Oscars thing with all that got redone with all the characters from WoW. It was yes. Funny. Well, it was it was done with WoW, the characters from They Live, The Simpsons, and yeah, yeah. But the WoW one, I that's where I saw it first. I. Pfft. You just go to Reddit. You can actually start skipping the social networks because you won't see it 12 <laughs> times that day. Yeah, it's true. Too. And then three months later, when somebody just discovers it, you know, you're slow friends. So, <laughs> All right. I think we're uh, done. Uh, are we? Yeah. Yeah, I think we are. I really, Again, it's, just, it's that – what do I do? And maybe I will do pet battles. Maybe we'll talk about pet battles. But uh, we said we were going to talk about um, economics this week. We're going to talk about it next week. Yep. Um, you did ask what's the best way yes. to make money. I was uh, yeah, I was going to mention that real quick. I did ask um, on Twitter, our Warcast question of the week was, what is your best way of making money in WoW? Um, so I'm gonna just... I like Freefall's answer. 
Uh, where is that? Hold on. Is Heroic that... Pit of Sarone. Round yes. up all the non-bosses, mobs, and AOE set, repeat, disenchant green, sell cloth, and an occasional battered hilt 6K. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Uh, seeing elsewhere, wrote JC Jewel Crafting in the auction house. People often upgrade gear and need new gems, especially with a new raid tier. I hear that Jewel Crafting may not be so profitable in WOD. Um, Jim Furlong, who's whose Twitter ID is Ewok in LA, uh, <laughs> says, buy low-priced green mod gear and resell at a phenomenal markup. See, now I've done that, but the problem is there are too many people out there with tools that don't just throw these things up and they don't check, so you can't just find them as easily. At least not the, the items that I was able to find. Um, Rizzy Strife says, I grind in dungeons looking for loot. So that's that's all we're going to mention this week, but this is sort of a lead oh, here's, into here's next this week. just in one tip for the week. What? This is the really what I found to be profitable right now is since we're near the end of things, people are going and filling their time. And how are they filling their time? They're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go back to Half Hill and I'm going to level up the rest of my cooking. The thing oh. that will make you big bucks right now is if you've got any Iron Paw tokens left on a character and you're not doing anything more, check your server. Um, but on ours, it's very profitable. Profitable. Buy 100-year soy sauce. Put it on the server. Okay. Um, I can usually sell about, I don't know, 10 to 20 a week at about anywhere, depending on what the market's doing, anywhere from about 55 to 68 gold each. Wow. Pretty cool. And so if you're done anyways and you got those Iron Paw tokens sitting around, check your server. That's the one um, ingredient that you have to use to level up all your cooking at the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, black pepper won't do as well. Um, so hundred year soy sauce. Okay. Get rid of pot tickets cause you are tokens. Cause when we go on to the next thing, you're never going to use that currency anymore. And if you're so a scribe doing inscription, getting, you can actually get one just for doing half of the daily. Mm-hmm. You can get two every day. One is by to go report to the guy in our freedom. The second is to actually make the commission painting. Okay. I hate doing that. It's a waste of maps, and it only gives me one thing. But just to talk to a guy to get a token, I think, yeah, that's a good way to do it. It's not bad. Okay, sounds good. Well, you've got mail. Yeah, I don't know what I got. All right. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, how does everybody get a hold of you, Mr. Eric Rice? Eric Rice on Twitter. There you go. Eric Rice on Twitter. WorldOfWarcast at gmail.com is our email address. And I am at StarMike on Twitter. And, of course, as always, World of Warcast on Twitter. Also, we monitor, or at least I know I monitor, the hashtag Warcast yes. on Twitter. Yes, I do too. So if you want to throw that out there, if you're tweeting to the main account and you throw a hashtag in there, I'll see it. Okay. I monitor lots of fun stuff. I also <laughs> monitor some various uh, Nike crap. For the connect on the Xbox. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this week. We'll talk to you later. Cheers. Bye.